Welcome to the Success Starts Within podcast, a podcast dedicated to teaching you all the tools and techniques you need to master the mental game and take your performances to the next level. Here's your host, Eli Straw. Hey there, I'm Eli Straw, mental performance coach and the founder of successstartswithin.com. Visualization is also known as mental rehearsal, and all visualization is is imagining a scene in your mind. Now, why is this beneficial to you as an athlete? Well, as an athlete, you're wanting to improve your confidence. You're wanting to perform better under pressure. You're wanting to get better at a skill. You're wanting to be able to reduce performance anxiety. And what we see is that visualization is a specific tool that can be used to help in all of these different areas. Visualization is one of the main exercises that I use with the athletes I work with. So what I want to do with this video is first break down kind of what the structure of a really good visualization practice looks like, and then I want to talk about the different ways that you can apply it to your game. So when you're doing visualization, there are actually two ways that you can use visualization as an athlete. Number one is a more formal visualization practice, and then the other one is kind of using visualization like you would just thinking of a normal memory. So right now, for example, if you just thought, what was the best game that I ever played? You probably have a vision or a scene kind of pop into your mind. So there's that form of visualization, and we're going to talk about that here in a second. But the first one that I really want to focus on is this more formal visualization practice. The reason that I say it's a formal practice is because you're going to approach it with the same intent that you do, let's say, weightlifting, or going and taking some swings in the batting cage, or going and putting up some shots. You're going to approach it with the intent to specifically work on something. Now there's a set structure that you can follow to really help make sure that this visualization is doing the most good that it can, right? So you're getting the most out of the time that you're spending. Now this is what the structure can look like for you. What you want to do first is find a place where you're free from distractions. When you're visualizing, you're really trying to create a scene in your mind and and go into a lot of detail. So let's say... If you're trying to do it in the living room with other people watching TV, it's going to be kind of difficult because you got the TV going on, you have other people talking. So what you want to do is first find a quiet space, a quiet space where you're not going to be disturbed for maybe five to 10 minutes. The next thing you want to do is get yourself seated in a chair. Now you can perform some visualization when you're lying down. Here's the problem with that. What I've personally found is that when I lie down to visualize, it's a little less clear, probably because I feel like I'm about to fall asleep. So for yourself, you can lie down if you like. I just recommend sitting in a chair because you're still a little bit more alert. Then what you're going to do, so whether you're sitting down or whether you're lying down, what you're going to do is you're going to close your eyes and take a few deep breaths. These deep breaths are there to help get yourself relaxed. Think about this like you're trying to make the slate clean, right? You're wanting a clean piece of paper to draw on. You're not wanting your mind muddled with thoughts. So taking some deep breaths, maybe do it for a minute or two, just really calming yourself into the moment. And then what you do is you bring your scene into your mind, right? You actually start visualizing. And when you visualize, no matter what you're visualizing, there are two elements you need to focus on. Number one is detail. You need to go into a lot of detail with your visualization. Number two is emotion. You have to bring emotion into your visualization. So that's really what the structure looks like. You get yourself a quiet location, you sit down, you perform some deep breathing to get yourself relaxed, and then you visualize. And when you visualize, remember detail and emotion. Now, how can you use visualization in sports? What are some different ways that you as an athlete can apply this visualization practice to your game? Well, number one is improving your confidence. 
As an athlete, you need to be confident, and visualization can help you build confidence. The way that visualization helps you build confidence is that it's going to work off the principle of building a memory of success. When you're confident, why are you typically confident? Probably because you've seen yourself perform well, so now you know, hey, I know that I can do this. I've seen myself do this hundreds of times. I feel pretty confident I can do it again. But what happens when you aren't confident with something? A lot of times it's because you haven't been doing it well recently. And so then what becomes very difficult is doing it well in a practice or doing it well in a game consistently enough to where it then builds your confidence. What we can do is we can make use of visualization where you are going to be sure that in your visualization you are performing your skill well. So what you're going to do is go through that structure, that procedure that I talked about earlier, and then you want to imagine yourself performing a specific skill. When you perform the specific skill, the emotion you want to bring into it first is the emotion of confidence. You know what it feels like to perform confidently. You know what it feels like when you're out there and you just know that you're going to do well. You want to get into that feeling while you're visualizing, and then you want to see yourself perform. Now, when you're finished with your visualization, the other emotion you want to be sure to bring into it is success. Let's imagine that you actually played really well in a game. How are you going to feel? You're probably going to feel pretty good that you just played well. You want to have that same kind of feeling at the end of your visualization. The reason is because you're trying to make this real. That's why you go into detail. You go into detail so that your mind says, whoa, this is a real thing I'm imagining right now. You want to bring emotion into it because you really want to create that sense that, yes, I have succeeded. And the more you do visualize that, so you visualize yourself performing, and you feel confident while you do so, you feel successful afterwards, as you do that and you keep going and you keep doing it consistently, that's going to build your confidence. Another way that you can use some visualization is to help you manage pressure. This is going to be very similar to the visualization with confidence. But a little bit different is that when you first get into the visualization, right? So when you first imagine yourself, let's say, going up to bat with two outs in the bottom of the ninth and a runner on second, right? You're feeling a lot of pressure in that moment. What you want to first do is as you create your scene and you really go into detail, the first emotion you want to feel is the emotion of anxiety, of pressure, because you want to make it real, right? You want to really be feeling like, okay, I am, I'm experiencing this pressure. And then what you do is you switch that feeling out for confidence. So you're consciously telling yourself, hey, I usually feel this, but now I want to feel this. So you start to reassociate a different feeling with that scene. And then just like with the confidence visualization, you see yourself perform and you feel successful when you're finished. Another way that you can use visualization in sports is to help when you're injured, right? When you're injured, it sucks. It's terrible. And one of the worst things that happens is you start to feel like, I'm losing my skill and I'm losing my confidence because I'm not able to train. I'm not able to practice. I'm not able to play. Now, that's true. We can't make that go away. But what you can do is keep practicing in your mind. As you're injured, you can still use some visualization to work on building your confidence and work on handling pressure. Maybe refine some situations where right now you're, you're not quite sure how comfortable you are on doing that specific skill. But when you're injured, you have to make the best of this bad situation, right? And so what you can do is you can apply some visualization to do so. And then the last visualization, which is more of a formal visualization I want to talk about, is visualization for when you're anxious, right? So if you're experiencing a lot of anxiety. And this one's a little bit different because what you're going to do first, just like the other visualizations, is that you're going to go into detail and you're going to bring emotion into it. 
but what you're visualizing isn't actually you performing. What you're gonna visualize is a relaxing scene. Now here's why you're gonna visualize a relaxing scene. Because let's say if in your house, every single day for two weeks, you visualize this relaxing scene. As you imagine yourself walking on the beach, playing with your dog, hanging out with your friends, whatever it may be, as you imagine that, and you bring emotion into it, so you feel relaxed as you're seeing it. Well then what's gonna happen over time is that your mind is really going to create a strong association between that scene and that feeling of relaxation. So now let's say it's right before a game starts or during a game and you're feeling a lot of anxiety. One of the things you can do is imagine that relaxing scene. And while you're not going to be doing a formal visualization, since you have already done that formal visualization and really strengthened that scene and made the connection between that scene and feeling relaxed, the easier it's going to be in that moment to just imagine that scene and then experience the feelings of relaxation that you want. Now, the next form of visualization you can do it's very similar to what I just talked about, but to visualize in sports, you also need a way to visualize right before the game begins. So think about what I just said with the visualization to help you relax whenever you're experiencing anxiety. You visualize first to create the scene, make it really strong, and then right before the game begins or during the game, you imagine the relaxing scene. We can use a very similar approach before a game begins to help boost your confidence. And what you're going to do in that situation is remember past successes. So do you remember earlier where I said, hey, remember one of the best games you've ever played? And you kind of created a scene in your mind, right? You had that memory. What you can do right before a game begins to boost your confidence is just remember past successes. Let's say that you're a basketball player. You remember all those really good shots you've taken recently. You remember that really good game you had. You remember that time where you weren't feeling it, but you still pulled out. You played really well and you helped your team win. What's going to happen is, Right before the game begins, as you imagine those scenes, remember those memories, you're going to boost your confidence because you're going to say, hey, I've done them before, I know that I can do them again. So that's how you can use visualization in sports. I encourage you to choose at least one of them, whether it's a visualization for confidence, handling pressure, helping yourself relax, and start to apply it. Because visualization is very powerful, but it is very powerful when you use it consistently. If you visualize once today, it's going to have some impact, but it's not going to have a lot of impact on your confidence, for example. But if you visualize for the next two weeks or for the next month or for the next two months, it's going to have a tremendous impact on your level of confidence or to help you relax during a game or handle pressure. So the key is to choose one of the visualizations and apply it consistently every day for, let's say, five or ten minutes. If you want to hear more mental game tips, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the Success Starts Within YouTube channel, Follow Eli on Instagram, the handle is at Eli Straw, and subscribe to our weekly newsletter at successstartswithin.com.